does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, we've got a lot of basketball to talk about. We're talking about some upsets, some, some college basketball, high school basketball. Great day. We'll also talk a little bit about the Pacers. They're taking on the Lakers, as you know, in, L- in Vegas. And we'll also talk some Colts and Cincinnati. Right now, though, here's the busiest guy you know. It's Network Indiana's. Brad Huber. Thank you very much, Coach Bob Lovell. Good to be with you and Nathaniel Finch here tonight. Hello, everybody. Uh, just going to halftime in Las Vegas. The Los Angeles Lakers lead the Indiana Pacers 65-60. to Pacers hanging around. Lean scorer. How about Aaron Neesmith with 11 points? Obi Toppin has 10. Benedict Matherin and Tyrese Halliburton each with 7 for the Pacers. Isaiah Jackson with 8. So, again, that is at the half. College basketball ball. Marquette all over Notre Dame right now. 41-21. to That's with three minutes to go in the first half of play. Final scores from earlier today. It was all Auburn over Indiana. 104-76. That game was being played in Atlanta. Next up for Indiana, they will host the Kansas Jayhawks, number two in the country next Saturday at the Assembly Hall. You just heard from Rob Blackman talking about the fourth-ranked Purdue Boilermakers. They get the win in Toronto against Alabama, 92-86. How about their next game here in Indianapolis at Gamebridge Fieldhouse against top-ranked Arizona Wildcats also next Saturday. So, a great day of basketball coming up. Butler Bulldogs having a great season. Double overtime winners today over California, 97-90. Indiana State winners over Southern Indiana, 98-54. Purdue-Fort Wayne got the win over Southeast Missouri State, 89-80. And Virginia Tech beat Valpo, 71-50. Indianapolis over Lewis, 90-76. Lake Superior State beat Purdue Northwest, 76-65. Anderson defeated Bluffton today, 81-61. In-state battle, Coach will be happy about this one. Franklin beat Earlham, 80-75. Hanover all over Defiance, 95-52. And Manchester loses at the buzzer, a layup by Jalen Green for Transylvania. They win 77-76. Mount St. Joseph squeaks by Rose Holman, 65-62. 19th ranked Trine in the Division Three level. Stays undefeated. They beat Wisconsin Stevens point, 79-78 to go to 7-0, and Wittenberg beat Wabash, 75-62. NAIA basketball today, it was St. Ambrose of Iowa beating CCSJ, 80-69. Loyola Chicago, yes, that Loyola Chicago, all over Goshen, 115-64. IU Northwest beat Holy Cross, 90-80 today. Indiana Wesleyan over IU East, 98-83. IU Southeast beat IU Kokomo, 74-65. IU South Bend beat University of St. Francis Illinois, 82-76, and Indiana Tech over Cornerstone, Michigan, handily 87-61. Also a lot of high school basketball today, Lawrence Central, congratulations to the Bears. They are the Marion County Girls Basketball Tournament champions, beating Pike in the semifinal and North Central in the championship game. 
Franklin beat Columbus East in the boys' side, 53-46. Frontier beat Caston, 32-29. Goshen over South Bend St. Joseph's, 63-55. Greencastle winners over Southmont, 64-48. Greenfield Central over Southport, 71-56. That was a part of the tip-off classic at Southport today. Several games there. Garen Catholic beat Heritage Hills, 52-42. Hauser over Union County, 65-41. Indiana Deaf winners over Cambridge City Lincoln, 52-50. And Cathedral defeating North Central of Indianapolis, 71-56. Indianapolis Tech beat Evansville Wrights, 55-44. LaPel all over Muncie Burris, 61-23. Lawrence North defeated Fort Wayne Wayne, 72-51. Leo over Woodland, 60-46. Logansport over Rochester, 58-43. And McConaughey all over Oak Hill, 88-60. Marion over Wabash, 72-46. McCutcheon over Covington, 46-44. McLean County, Kentucky over Evansville Day, 63-53. Michigan City beat Hammond Central, 70-34. Mitchell all over Salem, 60-32. Monroe Central squeaks by Westdale, 49-39. And Mount Vernon Posey over Mount Carmel, Illinois, 55-36. More scores throughout the night. I'm Brad Huber for Network Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Big matchup tonight in high school basketball. Battle of number fours. Tipton number four and 2A beats Delta, ranked number four and 3A tonight at the Muncie Central Fieldhouse. Tipton 65-61 winners. Tipton's Cliff Hawkins joins me. Cliff, thanks so much for the call and great win. Hey, we talked last night and you talked about the thrill of being in Muncie Fieldhouse and boy, it sure was for you and your kids tonight. It really was. Uh, it was an exciting time. You know, when we talked before the game about just think how many, and Bob, you know this, just think how many great players have played yeah. in Muncie Fieldhouse in the state of yeah. Indiana. And tonight we wanted to be one of the great teams to play tonight in the Muncie Fieldhouse. And so did Delta. Delta Delta's so well coached and has such good players. And uh, uh, we really had to adjust to their, their uh, defensive intensity. Uh, but our kids hung tough all night, and we were able to, uh, you know, hang tough enough to be down four with 14 seconds left and get it into overtime. <laughs> well, you know, Mark Detweiler's guys, I think it's unique uh, and sort of ironic that you're both ranked number four in your respective classes because you're both pretty good, uh, solid. You've got off to great starts. You've got guys who play well together. Both teams are obviously well coached. So is it close all, all through the game, Cliff? Yeah, it's a grind the whole game. Uh, you know, we, we both tried to hit each other hard early with some traps and pressing and then we realized it was just going to become a slugfest. And at one point, yeah, and when I say slugfest, I don't mean that bad. Right. I just mean that it was oh, I know. a tough, right. hard-nosed ball yeah. game. Uh, we got down 22-16, and it, looked, it, I, it was looking a little questionable, but we were able to edge it back to 24-23 at the half. And that game just remained that way uh, in the second half. Now, we built a little bit of a lead. Part of the reason we were able to do that, obviously, we had some great play from some of our players tonight, Bob, but Nolan Swan, our senior captain and leader, uh, goes for 31, and they were trying to stop him, you know, and um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he was able to get 31 with some great passes, and Grady Carpenter, our point guard, had 13, and Jackson Money, our forward, had 13, and, um, you know, uh, fortunately, we were able to get enough scoring uh, to be able to uh, – Hold on to win. 
You know what, Cliff, it had to feel like a sectional championship atmosphere, did it not? I mean, it just, you know, you, you, the intensity, uh, each possession is valued. You don't want to take a bad shot. You, you know exactly what it feels like to play that way. It's, it's December and you got that kind of game. What a great experience. What, what a great experience. And, I, you know, again, I think a year ago we would not have been able to handle this. But, you know, you could just see the intensity of our players, of their players, of the crowd. Uh, I thought the officials worked hard. I mean, it was an atmosphere and a half. And a lot of credit belongs to uh, uh, Muncie Central for putting this on. Uh, Justin Ulam's the head coach there. And this is the first year of the inaugural. And uh, I tell you, we were we were very thankful to be asked and uh, then to be able to play in, in this type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it definitely will help us as we move forward uh, throughout our season. All right, take me through the end, because you said you're down uh, with, uh, what was it, 14 seconds to go, and you're down how much? Uh, we're, da- we're down four, and uh, we're coming down the floor. We're, you know, we're getting close on time, and, you know, you're battling that timeout situation of yeah, do you yeah. take it or not take it. And, and uh, so we got into a situation where we drove, and, and Nolan got fouled, and he was able to swan, – Nolan Swan was able to hit both free throws, 50 to 48, and we didn't take the timeout. We simply got set up right into our press um, and and took the ball just literally away from him and laid it in at the basket. It made it, uh, you know, 52 all, and then had the wherewithal to sprint back, and they threw the ball out of bounds uh, with two seconds left. Now, we got a shot with two seconds left, but it didn't go in, so we had to take it into overtime. And in the overtime, um, we didn't get the tip, uh, but we we when we did get the ball, uh, we had a very good first possession, and eventually we were able to work that lead to four during most of the overtime. Wow. You know what? Yeah. That's a great weekend for you, though. I mean, think about it. Both nights, great hard-fought wins. Uh, it's a huge weekend for you, Cliff. I'm happy for you. Well, you know, Bob, you know how much you love basketball, and you know yeah. how much those of us that have stayed with this game love basketball. Um, <laughs> It never gets old No, when you see no. a group of gritty kids give everything they've got for, for, for our team, but also for our community and our school. And, you know, um, it, it, it's still an awful lot of fun. Tipton over Delta, 65-61. Cliff Hawkins, congratulations on the win. Good luck next week. Thanks again, Bob, and thanks again for what you do for Indiana high school basketball. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cliff. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Los Angeles Lakers have jumped out to an 11-point lead, 74-63. 9.42 to go in the third quarter, so the Lakers leading in the second half, 9-3, still an 11-point lead. Let's go back to some high school scores from across the state. Earlier today, Muncie Central beat Hamilton Heights, 53-34. Newcastle defeating Jay County, 56-44. Noblesville over Christmas Addicts, 51-46. North Davies defeated Rock Creek Academy, 45-29. 
Old Decatur, winners over Oldenburg Academy, 68 to 48. North Vermilion defeated Duggar Union, 60 to 52. Low scoring affair, Northwood defeating Fairfield, 36 to 21, and Northeast Du Bois over Tell City, 48 to 33. Northridge defeated Angola, 72 to 64. Northwestern winners over Frankfurt, 50 to 43. Park Heritage beat North Putnam, 60 to 54. Pendleton Heights over Connorsville handily, 69 to 40. Pike defeating Yorktown 55 to 48. Plainfield winners tonight over Zionsville 64 to 46. Portage beat Westville 77 to 59. An overtime game down south. Providence beat Scottsburg 57 to 51. Richmond all over Talawanda, Ohio 77 to 29. As was Shackamack over Washington Catholic 80 to 22. Silver Creek no issues with Jennings County 73 to 54. South Decatur beat Jackson Dell. 45 to 40. South Putnam winners are eminent 68 to 24. South Ripley defeats Franklin County 50 to 31. Southridge beats Pike Central 46 to 44. And Southwestern Hanover over Batesville 85 52. From Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Tanner Camp joins me from the Regional Radio Sports Network tonight. Tanner has a great matchup. Um, Michigan City beats Hammond Central 70-34. to Tanner, thanks so much for the call. What a great win for Michigan City tonight. Yeah, Coach, no question. It was a battle of the Wolves as the Michigan City Wolves and Hammond Central Wolves playing for the third time since uh, Hammond Central uh, conjoined the two schools. And what a win for Michigan City. Of course, the big question mark for the team was going to be how are they going to play without their all-time leading scorer, Jamie Hodges, now moving on. But, Tell you what, you can never count out a Tom Wells team. He's done a great job with this Wolves team. Uh, fourth uh, in his last five seasons, it's four years where the Wolves have started off four and one. And needless to say, uh, the, the Wolves did a wonderful job tonight as they go now three and one actually after an impressive win over Hammond Central. Well, Hammond Central has been playing well. What surprises me is the spread of this ball game. Well, coach, the, the, the key thing with Michigan City is. They are a second-half team. I mean, you take a look at the scoring breakdown. Michigan City was up 14-8 by the end of the first quarter, so it was close. Then it was 28-15, so still within 13. But then Michigan City exploded for 19 points in in the third quarter and then 23 points in the fourth quarter. And that has been the name of their game. They're a fast team. They're going to be physical with you. They're going to run up and down the floor. And if they're if they are still close, whether they're up or down by halftime, they are still a team that is going to really uh, run up and down. That's all led uh, by their six-two uh, senior guard in Alan Briggs. Average is thirteen points. He had sixteen by including just nine alone in the third quarter. So this is a strong Michigan City team that's really looking to make some noise, not just in the Doom Athletic Conference, but also in the Hoosier State. Well, in the conference, who is playing well at this stage? Well, definitely Chesterton. They're they're undefeated oh, yeah. right now. They've had a good season. Obviously, uh, Michigan City, as I've mentioned already, is looking to have a good year. So Chesterton right now is really the team to beat. But watch out for Portage as well. That was a young group last year. That uh, those soft. I think we lost. I think we lost Tanner. Tanner Camp. Thank you. Thank you so much. He had the Michigan City win uh, today. Um, Let's go to Jackson Williams, the head coach at Greenwood Christian Academy. This is a big matchup. GCA ranked number five in single A. They beat Lutheran, the number one team in single A, defending champs, 55-47 in the final. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a huge win tonight. Hey, thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. 
You're welcome. Thank you. You knew going in, you know, this is a team that won a championship in an impressive fashion last year. This is going to be a great challenge with the schedule you've played, I think, gets you prepared for this matchup. Yeah, I mean, the schedule we've played here at the start of the year has been really tough, and, and we've made sure that it's been that way here in the last couple of years because we know that we got to get prepped uh, not only for our sectional to see Lutheran in the sectional, but also to yeah. see him in the regular season. So uh, I think the boys did a great job of, of handling this stretch in our schedule and, and uh, performing well tonight. Well, coming in with Lutheran, game plan has to be you have to take care of the basketball. Uh, They're going to put great pressure on you, and you've got to take care of it, step to passes, be smart in what you do, make a pass fake, make a shot fake, those kinds of things. Just fundamental basketball, but more than anything, withstand the initial pressure. Yeah, you know, this whole week has been directed towards – you know, gearing our kids up to handle the pressure and, and use ball fakes and meet passes and do all sorts of little fine details that are real fundamental things that we don't really think about all the time because we knew how important it was going to be tonight against a really talented and, and really athletic team in Lutheran. All right, so is it close throughout the ball game? I mean, when do you get some separation in this thing? Yeah, it was one point at half and then tied at 33 there in the third quarter and then here in the fourth quarter ended up kind of pulling away towards the end we ended up winning 55 47 but just really did a good job of uh, hitting free throws at the end we were oh goodness uh, six for seven at the line in the fourth quarter and just did a real good job closing it out there on the at the free throw line at the end of the game all right well tell me who steps up and plays well for you tonight well, Noah Reed did an absolutely awesome job taking care of the ball with Ben Comerford, and uh, mm-hmm. he ended up stepping up and having 14 points tonight and about five or six rebounds. And then we ended up having uh, Max Boer have 11 and did a great job rebounding with eight rebounds. And then Jordan Tallman, one of our seniors, had a big-time second half with nine points, and Ben Comerford had 11 all in the second half as well. Uh, and the kids just did a great job all around getting a lot of balanced scoring. Our post guys came in, and Eli Jackson and Reed Smith played great defense and put up four points apiece. And then Ali Ucise played awesome defense on some of their really, really good guards and uh, ended up getting two points there on a rebound putback and did just an awesome job for us the whole night. Well, who's up next on your schedule? Next week we've got uh, Shenandoah on Saturday, so we got a lot of time to hopefully rest and get healthy, but also get ready to prep for a a good Shenandoah team. Jackson Williams is the basketball coach at Greenwood Christian Academy. They're number five in single A. They beat number one Lutheran tonight, 55-47. Jackson, thanks so much. Say hi to mom and dad for me. Good luck next week. Thank you, coach. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Chris Norton from WITZ joins me as the call of Northeast Dubois 48-33 win over Tell City. Hello, Chris. Hey, Coach. How are you this weekend? Not as well as you, but I appreciate you calling me. Uh, Jeeps get a good win tonight. Yeah, you know what? It was some nice, calm, composed basketball. Um, Tell City actually was leading early on, and the Jeeps powered past with a 10-2 run. At the end of the first quarter, Grant Goler, their senior leader, a step back three as time expired, led by eight at the end of the first quarter, kind of status quo up until the halftime break up by 10. And then at that point, the Jeeps really started to feel their groove, did not turn the ball over 
in that third quarter. And by the fourth, it was the defense for the Jeeps all night long. Tell City turning the ball over, steals here and there. Uh, a really solid night across the board for a 48-33 final score. And they would have three and double figures. Eight Jeeps scored here tonight. Uh, so Grant Goler with 12. Big threes all night from sophomore Adam Dooley and senior Clay Foreman. Kind of piece for those two. And it was a present not only in the front court, but the back court, the pressure, nothing came easy uh, for Tell City tonight. Sounds like what you're telling me is this game kind of felt like a sectional matchup. You know what? A, a little bit. Uh, the, the intensity was up. You know what? It's a non-conference game. Right. Surprisingly enough, right. these two teams have only met. This is the sixth time in their history. And mm. you would think two mm. schools relatively close within well, an yeah. hour or so yeah. meet up together, one blue chip, one pack. But that was not the case. So uh, getting some refs in early season, it's head coach Travis Travis Schwering's first season. Still trying to figure out this group. They had seven seniors graduate last year. They've got five more. So still things shaking out. Rotation goes eight, nine deep right now. Who's next uh, up for the Jeeps? Well, They've got a break of about a week, and then we've got the Dubois County rivalry starting up. So okay. they are going to draw Forest Park on Saturday, and we will have Jasper Southridge on Friday. So back to back, and have two Ooh. great games. How about some that? Great. That's some. No, listen, those will be great games. Southridge with another win tonight. Uh, tell me about these teams in that area that you cover. How they're doing? You know what, Jasper kind of lives and dies with how they're shooting. It was a five-overtime right. thriller over Gibson Southern last Friday. You could tell the legs were kind of weak against Ligoti, dropped that game, weren't shooting great against Memorial. So they've lost their last two. They're three and two. Forest Park has got some athletes. I mean, they've got Howard. They've got him surrounded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've got the bodies to be a ranked basketball team and, and make a run, once again, as the Rangers like to do in the postseason. The Jeeps. Time will tell. If they can get the senior group rounded into shape, they don't have much size. They've got discipline. Southridge, I've not been able to see so far, but I know head coach Ryan Howard, fittingly enough, coming over from Ligoti, has, has got them on the right page. And as you see tonight, they, they win close games. So right now, mm -hmm. I, it's hard to say, you know, one team is the odd team out for better or for worse. All four are good this year. He's Chris Norton. He used to be a valued member <laughs> of the Indiana Sports Talk team. You know that. You know that. Yeah, it's been you a got little to bit. Do, yeah, you got to you got to do your stuff for a couple of years. We were and we're we were better because of it. Chris Norton from WITZ uh, on the call of a uh, big win uh, tonight for the Northeast Dubois Jeeps. They beat Tell City forty eight thirty three. Chris, great to talk to you. Let's talk next Thanks. week. Thanks so much for the call. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks so much. Coming up, we're going to talk some college basketball. Talking about the Butler Bulldogs and their overtime W over Cal, plus more high school basketball. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. As the Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
the championship game of the in-season tournament going on in Las Vegas, 78-70 to in favor of the Lakers. 4.51 to go in the third quarter. Still only two Pacers in double figures. Aaron Neesmith with 13. Obi Toppin with 10. Pacers only shooting 22.7% from beyond the arc, 35% from the field. Meanwhile, the Lakers, 0 for 9 from beyond the arc for 0%, 49% from the field. And their lane score right now, they have 3 above 20. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Austin Reeves. So that again, right now, that score 78 to 71. Lakers with 4.36 to go in the third quarter of play. One other game ongoing right now, Marquette all over Notre Dame, 59 to 33. Of course, Marquette 8th ranked in the country, 14.54 to go in that game. College basketball earlier today, Indiana Falls handle late to Auburn, 104 to 76. That was in Atlanta. Next up for Indiana, they will host Kansas on Saturday of next week. Number four, Purdue defeats Alabama, 92 to 86 in the homecoming game for Zach Eady, but Brain Smith has 27 points. Purdue will play number one Arizona in Indianapolis next week. Butler Bulldogs in double overtime. How about this at Hinkle Field House? The Bulldogs beat California 97-90. Indiana State beat Southern Indiana 98-54. Purdue Fort Wayne over Southeast Missouri State 89-80. Virginia Tech was all over Valpo today 71-50. Indianapolis Greyhounds beat Lewis 90-76. Lake Superior State beats Purdue Northwest 76-65. Quick hockey note in-state rival Indy Field beats Fort Wayne Commons 3-1 in ECHL hockey. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Tip off uh, for the Forum Tip Off Classic, a great uh, single day shootout, so to speak, at Southport High School in Indianapolis. Today, great matchups. Kurt Darling from the ISC Sports Network had a couple of these games. Kurt, thanks so much for the call. Great day of basketball at Southport today. Yeah, it certainly was, Coach. Uh, lots of top teams from around the state. Um, normally, who would not be facing each other during the regular season having mm-hmm. a chance to uh, duke it out here and a pretty good event put on here at Southport. So, yeah, it was a great day. All right, what games did you have today? So I had games three and four day. The first game I had was Heritage Hills versus Garen Catholic and then Noblesville versus Attics in the fourth mm-hmm. game. So, uh the uh, Heritage Hills uh, Garen Catholic matchup uh, pitted some of the, two of the top ten teams in Class 3A. Garen Catholic, of course, being the top team in that regard. Heritage Hills mm-hmm. number nine. Um, it was a uh, pretty back and forth battle at the beginning, coach. In fact, Trent Sisley, as you know, he's getting a whole right. lot of looks from colleges as a junior. Um, he rattled off the first nine points for Heritage Hills all by himself. So they kind of went back and forth in the first half. But but then. Garen Catholic really just knew how to zero in on him, and he was held scoreless for the entirety of the second quarter, only got four more points in the third quarter, and then one in the fourth quarter. So he basically got completely shut down by one player in particular, being Garen Catholic, and that was Bryson Cardinal. Now, he only had seven points today, but he paid dividends shutting down Trent Sisley for the rest of that game. But the big difference maker for Garen Garen Catholic was Rob Robert Sorensen, he had a season-high 29 points. He made two three-pointers, and then he made a lot of free throws at the down the stretch. Um, Garen Catholic comes away victorious in this game of 52-42. to 42. It was a pretty solid game, but Garen Catholic showing why they're the top team in the state for right. Class 3A, in spite of the fact that Coach Bobby Allen says they still have a lot of room for improvement. 
So it will be interesting to see how this team improves, given the fact they're the top team in the state. <laughs> Playing a guy like Trent Sicily and Heritage Hills will make you a better basketball team. I don't think there's any question. All right, what game was next for you? That was the Noblesville Christmas Attics game. And this game, Coach, was um, a lot closer on paper. Uh, you had Noblesville number 12 in 4A and then Attics in number 9 in 4A. So this game was a lot closer on paper. But, Coach, Noblesville, they came off of a really good game against Carmel the night before. And then right. Christmas Attics right. had to go to overtime against Warren Central the night before. So both of these teams kind of exhausted coming into today. But it was a really good game overall, just kind of shutting down. Uh, one, one thing in particular was the fact that Hunter Walston for Noblesville, mm-hmm. he kind of had to step up today because Aaron Fine, who's normally the leading scorer for Noblesville, he had a tough day just like Trent Sisley did in the first game. So he only finished it with eight points tonight, but Hunter Walston had 20 points to go along with uh, go along with 10 rebounds. So he had a huge double-double for Noblesville. But Crispus Attucks had a hard time getting some good shots off in that first half. At one point, Noblesville led 28-15. to 15. That was the largest that the lead got. But in the second half, Coach, Attucks went on a 13-2 to run to cut the lead back down, and they ended up tying the game up again at one point. But Hunter Walton just really came on strong in the second half, scoring a lot of those 20 points in the second half. And Noblesville ends up going on to win this one 51-46. So a pretty competitive game, to say the least, between these two squads. From the ISC Sports Network, he's great at what he does, and he's an award-winning radio journalist, Kurt Darling, from the ISC Sports Network at the Forum Tip-Off Classic at Southport. Garen Catholic, number one in 3A, beats Heritage Hills 52-42. Noblesville. Beats Attics 51-46. Kurt, thank you so much. It's been a great day. It's been a great weekend. Thanks for taking time to join us. No problem, Coach. Have a good one. Thank you. Butler beats Cal in double overtime, 97-90. The voice of the Butler Bulldogs, Mark Minner, joins us. What a day at Hinkle Field last today, Mark. (laughs) No question. Anytime you get double overtime, you're – you're in for a little yeah. extra basketball, but uh, a Cal team that was vastly improved from a season ago. Um, and um, I'll tell you what, Butler, 8-2 and two to start this season. Uh, good times inside Hinkle Fieldhouse. And now this is a program that has seen a couple of overtime victories, a dramatic Texas Tech win, and then Cal this afternoon inside Hinkle. And for a team that's learning how to play together, I think the opportunity to be able to uh, win in these late-game situations, be mm-hmm. able to figure out how to get it done. Uh, that is a quality that they're picking up that's going to serve them well in Big East play, no doubt. But uh, just a fantastic Saturday afternoon and a, a chance to pick up another uh, victory over a, a, right. a power conference opponent in Cal. No one cares what I think, but when I watched him on TV a few <laughs> not days true. ago. Not true. Well, you know, I don't, I'm not sure they do. I mean, it's you know how it is. But here's what I was imp- impressed with. Number one, uh, you talk about vastly improved. Their talent level is vastly improved. And, and secondly, uh, they have guys who can score when they need to. They have guys who can make hoops. 
in traffic. They have guys who can shoot it. Uh, I love the balance that they have and what this team yep. does. And, and they play with an edge, which clearly is because of that. But they, they play with an edge. They play with confidence. And, and they just feel like they're going to make the plays that they need to make at both ends. This is going to be a really good basketball team. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, first off, I care what you think. You know that. And well, secondly, I appreciate I, that. I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. I think the edge component, which is totally a Thad Mata quality, is, is real. The balance offensively has been true because one of the challenges mm-hmm. for Butler, you know, historically has been, in the last few years has been if, if one player has an off night, it's going to affect the balance. This this time, Jim Elfman had two points in the first half. Josh Alexander's the one that keeps them in the game. They're down three and a right. half. Helfort comes in back strong. Pierre Brooks has been incredible as a leading scorer this season. He's been double figures every game. He can score so many different ways. The way Brooks and Telfort were able to go get points in the first and second overtime to, to help catapult Butler to this victory is strong. And then, like, really strong point guard play with Posh Alexander, both on the offensive and, and defensive mm-hmm. end of the floor, has been fun to watch. You've got a shooter on the wing in D.J. Davis that uh, is you know, sort of a, a career 40% three-point shooter. Down low, you've got the versatility between Jalen Thomas and Andre Screen, and then off the bench, you, you have more depth as well that you, you know, plug and play different uh, types of talent. So I, I agree, the edge is there. I think the biggest thing for, for this group has been figuring out you know, this is a, a collection of players because of the way that the the roster has been built. Uh, you know, right. Nine transfers. You've got all of these different players coming and figuring out how do we play together. You know the the, the stuff that you can develop in game situations. Mm-hmm. I think they learned a little bit in Florida Atlantic and those losses. It served them well in some of these other victories that they've been able to pick up now on a five game win streak. But the 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 you know the ceiling is high for this team. And I think yeah. after a, a game on, against Buffalo on Tuesday where. Fat and, and the entire team wasn't happy with the way that they came out of the gate strong. They didn't necessarily start uh, with the best offensive rhythm in this matchup, but uh, I think the ability for them to be able to hang in the game, figure things out, roll with the punches, and then be able to compete and excel late in, in games, that's quality that's, that, that's certainly uh, very inspirational for the rest of the season. I couldn't agree more. And, and I think it's, it's evident when you watch them that yeah, while this is obviously a, a team that's a, a work in progress like a, a lot are, when you have that, that influx of talent, it's hard to put it all together. But you just see, it, you know, if I were coaching, I've said this before, if I were coaching again in this atmosphere in the portal world, uh, I'd take the approach of a junior college coach, knowing that my my team's going to be together for two years, one year or two year. I'd simplify everything, and I, I, and I would, I'd literally turn it over to them. I'm going to put you in spots. I'm going to put you in positions. And I'm going to yep. trust you to be able to do the things that you do, and and we'll see how it works. And um, that's where they are, and they're, I tell you, what, they're pretty good at it. Can you hang in here through this break? Absolutely, uh, We'll coach. talk yep. more Bulldog Hoops. Yep. Mark Minner will stay with us. We'll talk more about their big win in double overtime over Cal. Plus, David Deaton. Can't do the show without him from WKLO. Coming up to talk some girls basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Benedict Matherin with a 
three-pointer to beat the buzzer to end the third quarter. Pacers pull back with an eight, 90-82. Tyrese Halliburton, 15 points to lead the Pacers. He had a much better third quarter. Anthony Davis still leading all scores with 27 for the Lakers. Again, Lakers, 90-82 over the Pacers as they head to the fourth quarter in the in-season tournament championship game in Las Vegas. Division three basketball, Anderson beat Bluffton, 81-61. In-state battle goes to Franklin over Earlham, 80-75. Hanover all over Defiance, 95-52. Transylvania at the buzzer with a layup beats Manchester, 77-76. Mount St. Joseph squeaks by Rose-Holman, 65-62. Shrine stays unbeaten. They go to 7-0. They're 19th in the country, beating Wisconsin-Stevens Point, 79-78. Wittenberg beat Wabash, 75-62. And then NAIA, CCSJ falls to St. Ambrose, Iowa, 80-69. Loyola, Chicago, yep, them. Up north, they beat Goshen, 115-64. IU Northwest beat Holy Cross, 90-80. Indiana Wesleyan beat IU East, 98-83. IU Southeast defeating IU Kokomo, 74-65. IU South Bend defeating the University of St. Francis, Illinois, 82-76. And Indiana Tech all over Cornerstone, Michigan, 87-61. Some high school scores here. It was Springs Valley over Lanesville, 76-51. Tippecanoe Valley over John Glenn, 52-46. Tipton defeating Delta in overtime, 65-61. Tri-Central over Morristown, 54-41. Tri-West over West Lafayette, 55-51. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Well done, Brad Huber. Great job. Welcome back, everyone, to Indiana Sports Talk. Mark Minner, the voice of the Bulldogs, Butler Bulldogs, was with us before the scoreboard update. Double overtime today. The Dogs beat Cal, 97-90. All right, so who steps up and plays well in this game for the Bulldogs? Well, I think, as you said, the balance has been the name of the game for the team this season. But but I think uh, a few people in particular, Posh Alexander, especially in the first half when the Bulldogs were struggling mm-hmm. offensively, he, he who, you know, Posh isn't necessarily looking to score on every possession. He's a savvy veteran player, but he knew he needed a score to help keep his team in there. And he did. And he ended up with 21 points a season high for the point guard for the Bulldogs. But Pierre Brooks and Jamil Telfort down the stretch found a way to really continue to get buckets when they needed to in overtime and, and down the stretch of the second half. They step up in big ways. And, and I thought Andre Screen off the bench did a great job. He, he impacted things in the first half, but then in the second half after Jalen Thomas was in a little bit of foul trouble, Screen came in and in a very physical matchup down in the post, uh, came in and, and made an impact, got some buckets, help defend in the interior. So, I, But, you know, I think at the end of the day, Posh Alexander is such an integral part of how this Bulldogs team is set up, both offensively and defensively. And for him to drop 21 in this uh, game today and, and really help catapult his team, he would be somebody that would, that would stand out to me, Coach. Who's uh, up next week for the Bulldogs? Finals week, as you remember, coaching is always <laughs> a, a, an interesting week. So they'll take a couple no, it's days not. off. <laughs> right. It's like fingers crossed, everybody doing well, yes. Uh, no, it's it's a couple days off for the team, just making sure that the academics are, are right, and they will go through uh, finals week. And then Friday, the final non-conference game is against Saginaw Valley State uh, at 7 p.m. inside Hinkle. So that, that'll be a uh, final non-conference test for Butler I know that uh, we want to try and get as many people out to Hinkle Fieldhouse as possible before uh, Butler kicks mm-hmm. off Big East play, and that'll be Georgetown the following week. We'll come into Hinkle Fieldhouse. Uh, Ed Cooley coaching Georgetown. Yeah. We'll get things yeah. started inside of Hinkle. 
I used to always wonder uh, what team I would have, um, literally, you know, <laughs> personnel-wise, uh, coming out of finals week. And um, that game that you play coming out of finals week as a coach, you literally have no idea. You know, you, you think your guys are focused most of the time coming out of finals. They're not. Uh, for, for the understandable reasons, they, they're focusing or should be focusing on what they're doing academically. Uh, but it's, it's hard. Your practice, is, your practice schedule, you try to keep it normal, but you, you got guys who are in and out. And, um, you, you know, you're just glad when you get through it uh, unscathed, so to speak, and you can just <laughs> uh, take a, a little bit. I mean, I've got, listen, I had it both ways. Trust me. I had, I, I, are you telling I me there's guys. a strategic element to scheduling around finals week? Oh, you know, yeah, and uh, you're trying, you're trying not to play a rival. You're, you're trying. We were an independent the entire time I was at IUPUI, so put, there was no magic in putting a schedule together. It was we got what we got, and uh, you know, it, it meant sometimes playing five games in a row on the road. It meant sometimes playing uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. You, you name it, we did it, and. Um, you know, it was uh, fortunately for all of us, we won more than we lost and won a couple championships and all of that stuff. But it was, you know, it, none of it was easy. No one told us yep. it was going to be. So none of it was easy. You make my weekend, my friend. Thanks so much. Enjoy. I'd, I'd tell you where I, I mean, I, I'm not in Indy. I'm actually in uh, Naples. Uh, visiting oh, my that. daughter and you know, my daughter and son-in-law, and so you know the this day of technology, I can do the show. For me, I think it's a little gauche to say, "Hey, welcome to Indiana Sports Talk." I'm live from Florida. I don't. I, I, I try not to say that, but um, I haven't seen her daughter in a while, and so we're gonna hang out a little bit here. So have fun. We'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks so much, Coach. Take care. Have a great one. Thank you. Mark Minner with us. Butler wins. Talking to some high school girls basketball next on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. David, thank you so much for waiting. Thanks for the call. Today you were doing girls basketball. Orleans beats Trinity Lutheran 64-51. to Thanks so much for the call. Tell me about this great game. Well, for the Orleans Lady Bulldogs coach, they're number eight in Class A in this week's poll. So it's a great time to be an Orleans fan if you're in the community because the boys and the girls are both in the top ten. And the girls have yeah, been one of the yeah. top defensive teams from a scoring point of view around the state of Indiana. Came in, I think, tied for second in Class A in scoring defense. And so they gave up some points today, but it was a fast-paced game. And the Lady Bulldogs tied their season high with 64 points. They got out to a little bit of a slow start, but got things going pretty well there about halfway through the first quarter, gave up the first basket, and then went on a run after that to take the lead. And it was a lead they would never give up the rest of the game. They ended up pushing the lead to 17-5 to at one point in the first quarter. And Trinity Lutheran did make a comeback, a team that's coming off a really impressive season, a trip to the semi-state last season. And they graduated their top player, Bailey Tabling, who's playing at Ohio University now. So mm-hmm. they're a team that's got a lot of youth, got a first-year head coach in Darren Keith, mm-hmm. who's been the JV coach the previous three years. So they really battled back and really forced Orleans into some turnovers today as well. The Lady Bulldogs only had a six-point lead at halftime at 26-20. And Trinity Lutheran scored the first basket of the second half, but that's when Orleans really 
put the clamps down on the Lady Cougars, went on a set, or what, what was a 13 to nothing run to make it 39 to 22. So they pushed the lead to 17 and got it as high as 18 at one point in the fourth quarter. But Trinity never really went away until the very end, and it was already decided by that point. But the Lady Bulldogs were very balanced today. Uh, Chelsea Ralph, who's a 5'8 freshman, very talented player, had 18 points today. The lead Orleans. Miley Knight, 14 points in this one for the Lady Bulldogs. Callie Alston had 12. Cambry Klein scored 10. So good effort for Jared Gilbert's girls today. They are 9-1 and one on the season and playing good basketball early on. The defense has been the cornerstone of the team so far. Offense really hasn't gotten going, but today was a big step forward for the Lady Bulldogs on the offensive end of the floor this afternoon. From WKLO. Our great friend David Deaton on the call of Orleans, 56, excuse me, 64-51 win over Trinity Lutheran in girls basketball this afternoon. Can't do it without you. I've said it. Thank you so much, David. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too, Coach, and enjoy your time in the Sunshine State as well. I'll, I'll do that. Thank you very much. Coming up, top of the hour school board update with Mr. Brad Huber. And we'll come back and we'll do more basketball. We've got some high school basketball to continue to talk about. A reminder, we'll get an update on what's happening with the uh, Pacers and the Lakers. Last time, Lakers had taken a little bit of a lead out in Las Vegas. Colts taking on the uh, Cincinnati Bengals tomorrow in Cincinnati. As Brad pointed out earlier, the weather forecast is not stellar. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up in the next hour. This is Network Indiana.